0: Hello again and welcome back to Daily Devotions with North Clay Baptist Church. My name is Pastor Drew and we are continuing to work our way through the book of Exodus in our one-year Bible reading plan. And today's reading will be from Exodus chapters 36, 37, and 38. Now in our reading today we see some um, continuing uh, construction of the tabernacle. We see that the ark is constructed, the table and the lampstand, the altar of incense, the altar of burnt offering. Are constructed are made. We see the bronze basin, the making of the court, and the materials needed for the tabernacle. And it's in sections of reading like this that we often struggle with, at least I do, uh, when it comes to reading through the Old Testament. Uh, probably the uh, most similar New Testament equivalent would be reading through the genealogies, where it's just, a, you know, it's so much of a chore to sort of work through these sections of Scripture. And I can say for me at least, Sometimes the mentality I have when I approach sections of Scripture like this is just to sort of put my head down, kind of plow through it, and uh, just so that I can get it done. Um, And I don't really take the time to ponder what I'm reading, to really contemplate the purpose and the intention of God behind why He put this in His Word. Obviously it's important for us today because it's contained in the Bible. God put it in His Word for a reason. And so the questions we should be asking is why? And we know that the big-picture question throughout the entirety of Scripture. Uh, First and foremost, Scripture tells us about who God is, and then everything in Scripture points to Jesus Christ. And so the question we should be asking is, what does this tell me about God? What does this tell me about who He is? What does this tell me about His nature? And then secondly, how do these things point me to the gospel of Jesus Christ? Because that's the intention of the entirety of Scripture, to reveal who God is and to point to His Son, Jesus Christ. And so, rather than focusing on a particular section of our reading today, I kind of just wanted to take a big picture overview of why these things might be in uh, the book of Exodus, why these things might be contained in the Holy Scriptures. And so, like I said, we see uh, some particulars about the construction of the tabernacle. We see uh, the instances of particular elements of the tabernacle being constructed. And the first thing that stands out uh, to me, and the first thing that should stand out to all of us, is that God is very intentional and very particular about His dwelling place and about how He should be approached and how He should be worshiped. Often in our 21st century mindset, we just think, well, as long as I feel good about what I'm doing, then it's okay, you know, God is, God is happy. Uh, in worship, we think, well, if I just kind of get into the right emotional state, then it doesn't really matter what brought me here. Uh, that right emotional state is, is what true worship really is. And when we read sections like this we read that we, we, we figure out that the sort of emotional state of the Israelites really had no bearing on the construction of the tabernacle. It really had no bearing on the worship of God. That it really wasn't about the people offering the worship. It was about the one being worshiped. It was His intention that mattered. It was His uh, prerogatives that mattered. And while we don't carry over the particulars of the Old Testament into the New Covenant. For instance, if we were going to buy a table for our church, we wouldn't go, well this table needs to be made of acacia wood, and it has to be two cubits in length, and a cubit in its breadth, and a cubit and a half in its height, and it is overlaid with pure gold." No, no, we don't take those particulars because those particulars were intended for Old Covenant Israel. But what we should understand when we read the Old Covenant, when we read the Old Testament, when we read the book of Exodus, is that that God is the same God. Then, As he is today. And if that God is particular about how he is worshiped in the Old Covenant, well, that should cause us to realize that that same God is particular about how he is worshiped in the New Covenant. And then not only that, but we see that God goes through great lengths to prepare a place for Himself in order to dwell with His people. And this is really where we see the gospel on display in this section of reading. God is going through all this work to equip Israel to prepare a place for Him. He gives them the instructions, He gives them the materials, He gives them everything they need. Uh, He even gives them the skills necessary to complete these tasks. And so God is busy working to prepare for Himself a dwelling place amongst His people. And that God does the same thing today. He does the same thing in the New Covenant, only that dwelling place is not prepared through uh, human hands, uh, constructing different things. It's prepared by the blood of Jesus Christ. As one of my favorite hymns uh, speaks about, it. it says that our only hope, uh, our, our hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. It is the blood of Jesus and it is the righteousness of Christ that prepares us for the dwelling of the Holy Spirit. Without that blood atonement, without that covering of the blood of Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit would be unable to dwell with us. Again, we saw in yesterday's reading that if God were to go with us even for a moment, we would be consumed because of our sinfulness and because of His infinite holiness. But praise be to God that He prepared a place for Himself to dwell in the Old Covenant, and praise be to God that He prepares a place for Himself to dwell in the New Covenant as well, namely through the application of the blood atonement of Jesus Christ.